The Arwen Lewis Show is brought to you by OMAD Records. Find out more at omadrecords.com. As part of the Jeremiah Show, it's the Arwen Lewis Show. Arwen Lewis is a singer, a songwriter, and a guitarist. She inhabits our blue planet, but her beliefs belong in the celestial realm. As the daughter of Peter Lewis, a founding member of rock and roll cult icons Moby Grape, and the granddaughter of Oscar-winning actress Loretta Young, she's been part of the creative cosmos all of her life. She's a slice of sonic heaven, poised to enter your heart, mind, and soul. She's an artist, producer, and writer, and she's your radio host.
day I came across a little light Lying there in bed Wondering if I die Some side of my own head now Hopelessly Hello, everybody. This is Arwen Lewis, and you're listening to The Arwen Lewis Show. Today, my very special guest is Christian Polonis from the Santa Barbara local band Loke Dogs. Hi, Christian. Hi. And you just heard his um, uh, acoustic performance of his song. What was that song you just played again? Uh, Shadows. Shadows, yeah. Really beautiful version of that. And there's also no... a recording of that with a full band and you can look that up on Spotify under Loke Dogs and um, I'm going to read you a little introduction about Loke Dogs and then we're going to get started here with Christian and uh, talk about his band and his musical journey and all of the amazing recordings that he's released so far. So Loke Dogs are from Santa Barbara, California. They're a hard rock trio consisting of Christian Polonis on guitar and vocals, Tyler Kelly on bass and vocals, and Ben Badillo on drums. Focusing on a loud and energetic sound, Loke Dog brings an energetic performance in and out of the studio that will make you wish you were crowd surfing or raging in the pit. (laughs) (laughs) Taking influence from many different bands, genres like Queens of the Stone Age, Foo Fighters, Black Flag, Bad Brains, Nirvana, etc. Loke Dogs created a unique sound that will bring you back to the 90s while still bringing new and refreshing energy to the table. And so today, um, Christian's here, and he's performing some live acoustic songs, one that you already heard. And we're going to be playing some of his favorite songs that have, have inspired his musical um, journey himself, and then also uh, an original by Loke Dogs called Day by Day. So, Christian, welcome. Thank you. Um, I thought we could start by talking about just how Loke Dogs started. Um, how did you come up with a name, and what's the meaning behind it? <laughs> uh, well, there's kind of two meanings, but there's like the meaning that we came up with, and like there's another meaning. I'll get to that. But uh, originally, I don't know, it's kind of just like it's kind of like surf and skate slang for just kind of like a local, you know, like a loke dog. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I just thought it was funny. I don't know. I ne- I looked up on Instagram and stuff to see if there was like any bands or anything. No one had the name taken. There was like, I think there's like a rapper on Spotify that's like loke dog with like, like one song or something like that. But does he spell it D-O-double-G? <laughs> he does not. He spells D O G. He's not a real dog. <laughs> Hopefully, he doesn't see this. But uh, <laughs> no. And then um, it's also Loke Dog is a character in. Um, uh, I think it's Don't Be a Menace. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So. Nice. Yeah. Um, and how long have you been playing with uh, the bassist and vocalist Tyler Kelly and your drummer Ben Badillo? Um. I've been playing music just in general with Ben since high school. Okay. Um, we started playing in Loke Dogs in 2019, Okay. I believe, and uh, towards the end of 2019. 
And then uh, Tyler came along kind of post-COVID when we started playing shows again. And um, I think probably like 2021, I think, was when we finally got to play a show again. So Okay. Yeah, we've been, me and Ben have been together a while. And Tyler, it's actually a funny story. When I first recorded these songs and we were like, I was thinking about putting a band to some of the songs. Tyler was like the original bass player. We jammed with him a couple times and uh, some, thing, some things fell through, but uh, he came back. <laughs> and did, um, was, were any of these guys in Stolen Thunder? No. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, and, but, and so like for the recording process, you write all the songs, right? Um, the first like batch of songs, like the songs that are on our album Shadows, I wrote most of those because I wrote those before Loke Dogs was even an idea. Okay. It was kind of more of a, I, I used to just be a guitar player and didn't really do much like lyrics and stuff like that. So I kind of was like, oh, I want to try that. So I wrote those songs as that was kind of like the experiment. You know? Yeah. And I was like, oh, these don't sound that bad. So I ended up recording them with um, a buddy of my, Ethan Harb, who is a phenomenal drummer. He We recorded... Um, Price on My Head, Shadows, Fire Away, and Face First with okay. Ethan. And then, um, yeah, then during the shutdown, the other half of the album Shadows, I, rec I recorded everything on that. And that was kind yeah. of like, it was just kind of a weird time, <laughs> you know. But uh, but now the, the songwriting process is a lot more all-inclusive. We all... All three of us work together as a band. Okay, cool. And for, but I just wanted to highlight the fact that, like, on some of those recordings you did, you played bass, drums, and guitar, and you had never really played. So you're saying you never really played bass or drums. You just kind of picked it up and heard something and um, figured out the logistics of the basics, or how did that happen? I've played a lot of instruments throughout my life. Okay. Um, I've never played, like, drums or bass in, like, a band uh -huh. and I've never I never recorded drums that okay. was the first time I've ever like recorded especially like rock drums um and it was a it was a fun experience because I think I, it went really easy for me because I was like so excited so yeah. I was like I was like oh I'm gonna record these drums I got to really really rehearse I had everything like kind of like locked in but um and it was like songs that I wrote so I knew like kind of exactly what to hear yeah but uh yeah that was a lot of fun Cool. And then like, do you are, so do your bandmates, are they able to just hear the parts or do you kind of show them, um, you know, do you, do you teach them to the, your bandmates like to perform them live or do they learn the parts like the songs that you, of course, like record um, on your own? So the songs that I recorded, I give them the freedom to kind of cool. do with what they want live, you know, like they don't have to stick to the parts that I played because mm -hmm. I think that that can be, um, that can get like a little boring for them, you know, I want them to like enjoy playing the song and yeah. i think when they enjoy playing the song it sounds better live you know totally and i was actually going to ask you that about improvisation on stage because i've seen you do some like awesome improvisation um yeah. at lost court i think it was on new year's eve last year mm -hmm. and then there was some harmonica player i can't remember the oh, name of that man but he yeah, was amazing yeah. that and was awesome yeah we played uh we played no quarter and uh we just kind of did a little jam. That was super cool. That was fun. Yeah, and you all seemed like you were just playing off of each other and speaking yeah. to each other, and like it was like super psychedelic. And like I don't know yeah. that you would call yourself a psychedelic band, but it totally like yeah. came off that way. It was really awesome. Well, I think um, we all kind of do. There's a lot of like kind of improv. Like we obviously were well rehearsed when we play shows, yeah. but there is a lot of improv in the sense of like you know if someone messes up or something like 
we all are like, we hear it and we kind of know where to go and we all kind of have the same direction, which is cool. And plus when we practice, we get very distracted a lot of times. So it's kind of like, there's a lot of improv in practice too. So we're kind of just used to that. And we all just work together good as a band. We know we all have similar music tastes and know where we want to take music. So. And did you have like a little bit of theory um, in your past too? Did you study theory at all or kind of? Kind of. Not like, not like hardcore, like nerding out on it, but <laughs> I've, uh, I've definitely like gone down the rabbit hole with some like music theory and stuff. And, um, but I kind of more, I play more based off sound and how things, okay. how I hear things. Um, I think that if I try to get too technical with it and I try to like be like, oh, this note should be here because of this, it's going to, it's going to not sound as good for me, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, um, cause I just wanted to ask, you know, what gives you the freedom to improvise the way you do on stage? And so yeah. you don't think it's a theory thing. You think it's just kind of, I mean, a little bit, to? Okay. it's definitely a little bit of like, obviously I got to know certain scales and whatnot and like all that, all the kind of basics of theory, but I didn't get too into it. I think that like I've played guitar since I was like 12 years old okay. and I'm 25 now. So I just, uh, I think that I, I kind of like, I can kind of envision what note is going to sound like what. Yeah. Um, well, which is really cool. And I think I was having this conversation with somebody yesterday. I can't remember, but it's really, I think, better not to. I mean, it depends on what you want to do, but for what you're doing as an artist and a musician, mm -hmm. you know, like just, I think, because you're kind of, you're feeling it more than like thinking about it, right? And that's like where yeah. the best music, like you just said, like when you play with your band and you guys were like feeling the vibe rather than yeah. like saying, this is the blueprint and stick to it, you know? No, exactly. Um, do you have like a favorite uh, electric guitar and amp combination? <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, and a lot of people will probably laugh at this, but my main guitar is a Epiphone SG. That um, and this is for me personally, like my personal preference. But I we bought this guitar because. I only had one guitar when I was like, I think I was like 14 or 15. My band was going to play a show in LA and my dad was driving me there and we were practicing that day and the pickups, one of the pickups stopped working on my guitar and somebody, we were like freaking out. We're like, oh, like, what do we do? What do we do? You know? So we like went to the guitar shop to see if they could like fix it. And uh, there ended up just being this like used Epiphone SG on the wall for like 150 bucks. Yeah. My dad was just like, let's just get this, you know, like we'll get it fixed later. We're late. So uh, that's my main guitar that I use in Loke Dogs <laughs> and, nice. uh, and we record a lot with it too. And, um, it's just kind of funny that it's like $150 guitar. Um, other than that though, I, I play through a, a good cell amp and a nice. uh, 50 watt head into a Marshall four by 12. So like with the good cell, do you use pedal boards? Cause I feel you mm -hmm. do. Yeah. I feel like those get like a really, really good, like clean tone. And mm -hmm. like, um, I don't know, for some reason I felt like pedals, like, I don't know. I'm not as, as you are, though. So you're able to make, like, do you like to use the good cell over the Marshall for the, oh, you mean is the Marshall, like, the thing that goes The Marshall is the speaker cabinet, yeah. It's a, it's a, two, it's a, yeah, I have, like, the amplifier head and then the Marshall speaker cabinet. Um, and I, yes, I have a lot of pedals. Okay. <laughs> I play with a lot of pedals. <laughs> uh, and I mean, like, since you're such an expert at it, you're able to make it sound good coming out of the good cell. I'm yeah. like, oh, press the pedal and then go out of the good cell. It does yeah. not sound good. <laughs> yeah. But um, what kind of pedals do you have? Oh boy. All right, what's uh, your favorite? <laughs> <laughs> we've got a lot. I have um, a mini Fugger Delay. 
I have a Strymon Mobius, which I use. It's like a multi-effects okay. um, pedal. It's got like phaser, flanger, chorus, tremolo, bunch of bunch of stuff. Nice. And then um, I do have a Phase 90, even though that other pedal has phaser, just because Phase 90s sound good. Cool. And then I play through a EHX Big Muff. That's my main kind of overdrive okay. in Loke Dogs. And then um, I have this distortion called an Eager, Eagle Layer. Okay. That I use sometimes for a little more of the kind of like metal-y sounding riffs. Because it's a little tighter sounding. I was going to ask, so there's the other overdrive. Like, yeah, what's the difference between that and that? Um, the Big Muff is like a fuzz. Okay. So it's a little, it's pretty bassy. And fuzzes tend to kind of like, they have like kind of like a glitchy sound. Like Queens of the Stone Age, like you okay. mentioned, I mentioned, like was what was in our bio. Their sound is very like fuzz driven. Versus like a normal overdrive. Over normal overdrives are a little cleaner. Okay. Um, and then I also want to give a shout out to my boy Max Anhalt because he I have a pedal on my board from him right now that he made he made a custom Loke Dogs fuzz pedal. That's nice. Pretty cool. Does he have a company that people can look up? Or yeah, it's Max Anhalt Effects. Cool. Nice. So he made a custom Loke Dogs. Yeah, it's got our little logo on it and everything. It's nice. Sick. <laughs> you should sell those at your shows for like. That would, merch. Be, that would be super cool. Yeah. Um, what are your, so your shows are like pretty rock and roll, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> um, you play a lot in IV. We do. Is that kind of your home base? Mm, yes and no. Okay. We like to play anywhere, but I think IV is the only place that really kind of like lets us do what we want to do, you mm -hmm. know? Santa Barbara is a little, um, picky with what kind of music they want to kind of hear around and so and there's like a a heavier rock or metal band playing it's um there's only so many venues we can play yeah <laughs> and uh but yeah ivy's fun it definitely it gets wild well i was gonna say are you on the street or are you at people's houses are there venues there i haven't been um, to college. <laughs> there's there's like a couple restaurants like I know like Woodstocks has concerts on their patio and mm, cool. I think there's like the Ivy Community Center which is starting to allow people to do shows in there nice. which is cool um, but mostly house parties out there in people's backyards or sometimes in their driveways or wherever they want us to set up. <laughs> well that's really cool too because that's like I don't know it's it's a vibe yeah, you know it is. and I mean yeah. and they I'm in they don't get that out of control, right? People are just having a good time. For the most like, part, no. Um, they get pretty big, which is awesome. They do I'd get assume. big, yeah. yeah. I like to credit myself to being able to kind of keep things under control for the most part. But Well, that's kind of your job as a performer, oh, you totally. know? Um, and I mean, I feel like because your music is so sophisticated, even though it might, it might be really like, you know, giving people a lot of energy, I mean, mm -hmm. they still have to focus. And they like Jeremiah was saying when you were playing live, just your acoustic stuff too, it was like... You get kind of in a trance, you yeah. know? So it's like, and yeah, I think that's a responsibility as a performer if you're really moving people that way. Um, yeah. You know, like the Rolling Stones are kind of a good example of what yeah. happened at Altamont and what not to do. Yeah. Um, well, that wasn't really their fault. That was kind of out of control. We won't go there right now. <laughs> Got to get my dad on the show oh and have him gosh. tell the story. Yeah. But, um, well, okay, so we're actually running out of time on this segment here. So we're going to take everybody out to break, and then we'll come back and keep talking about your music. And I want to hear a little bit about Ben and Tyler, too, Sweet. a little more about them. Um, so we're going to take you out uh, with one of Christian's favorite songs by the Smashing Pumpkins called Geek USA. And then we're going to bring you back in with a Loke Dodds original, Day by Day. And um, what do you love so much about uh, Smashing Pumpkins, Geek USA? Uh, the drums. Yeah. The drums on that song are 
insane. Um, the whole song's insane. Billy Corgan is, I think, a really underrated guitar player, and his songwriting's phenomenal. But that song specifically, the drums are just like. I actually recently have been trying to learn the whole song start to finish, and nice. it is a task. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> well, that's you know that's how you learn and grow as an artist. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Well, everybody, um, my very, very special guest is Christian Polonis from Loke Dogs. Um, you can look Loke Dogs up on Facebook under Loke Dogs. That's L-O-C-D-A-W-G-S. On Instagram at Loke under slash dogs. And on their website at LokeDogs.com. And also on Spotify under Loke Dogs. Um, so enjoy these songs and we'll be right back. This is Arwen Lewis, and you're listening to The Arwen Lewis Show. Today, my very special guest is Christian Polonis, and he's from the band uh, called Loke Dogs. And you just heard uh, their original song, Day by Day. And uh, why'd you choose that song for us to play on the show today? Um, uh, I don't know. It's probably one of our favorite songs as a band. It's okay. just a very... Uh, I don't know, the chorus is catchy, but it's also like, you got like the intense verses and... I don't know. When we play it live, people react to it. So okay, I, f- I think it's one of our one of our better ones. I think they're all your better ones. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I wanted to comment too before I start asking a little bit about Ben and Tyler. Um, I really liked what you did. What was the second song that we're going to play at the end, or that Raining you're going to play at the end of the show? Yeah, um, it's really cool how on that acoustic version. How, I don't know if you. I'm sure you meant to do this, but like the vocal melody 
Um, it do, it, it's different than your recorded version. Um, yeah. And is that like, where did you get that inspiration? Because I feel like that's like Kurt Cobain used to do stuff yeah. like that. Is that kind of something that came to you from him or? He's definitely a big influence. Okay. Sure. Um, I think with that song though, there's on the recorded version, there's um, there's like a riff that I'm singing over. And I think the notes in the riff kind of like take the vocals a li- like to a little bit of a different place. Whereas when I'm playing it acoustic, I'm just playing chords, you know? And so I think that there's, um, the melody kind of shifts with the way I'm playing it a little bit. Okay. It just sounds better to me. <laughs> yeah, it was just a totally different vibe, but I like totally saw like a parallel between yeah. you and Kurt Cobain, which I really appreciate. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. So how about, so yeah, Ben and Tyler, um, what were their, do, do you know what their backgrounds are um, as far as like learning music and playing music and picking up their instruments? Um, yeah. Um, where are they from? They're both born and raised here. Nice. So we are all Loke dogs. Cool. Of, of Santa Barbara. <laughs> um, Ben was in a lot of bands in high school, a lot of bands that my band Stolen Thunder played with. Okay. Um, and I don't know what age he started playing drums if I'm being honest but he since he was young okay like probably around the same time I started playing guitar probably you know 10 to 12 years old cool and Tyler as well started playing very young um Tyler is really I'm gonna give Tyler a lot of credit because he didn't really play bass before Loke Dogs he never played bass in a band and we needed a bass player so I asked him I was like hey you want to play bass and he was like sure I'll do it and he (laughs) He showed up, you know, like we just um, finished recording an album and he came into like all the recording sessions with like a bunch of really cool bass lines that like bass lines that a bass player would think of, not like a guitar player, you know, so it was was really cool to see that. That's so cool. And like, I think the theme is like basically you all kind of learned the basic concepts of music and then come into it like approaching it as artists which is yeah. you know that's ideal for something like what you're doing and yeah I guess um, I wanted to ask too like do you think you're you're all gonna stay in the like genre of hard rock and like kind of grunge where you are or do you all see yourselves exploring as loke dogs any other genres or do you feel like you want to just evolve like within that frame i think we'll probably stay within that frame but we will experiment with different sounds and different styles you know we've uh, we've already we've already been starting to write more music we've just that's all we want to do now is like write and record music yeah but, we, uh, we've definitely been throwing a lot of different like genre kind of like influences in some of the new songs, but it's still definitely like going to be very hard rock, hard yeah. rock punkish. Um, yeah, we have one song that we, uh, we kind of have like this, uh, it's like a disco-y kind of beat. Okay. And we throw some cowbell in there and it's, it's very different from anything we put out. So it's cool. That's really cool though. And I feel like your audience is going to love that. You know, it's like a surprise. Yeah. Um, do you, well, how about some of all your influences? Who are some of, like, all of your favorite influences besides, like, the ones, or, or let's expand on what we talked about yeah. in the intro. Um, Queens of the Stone Age definitely is my favorite band. I have one of their albums tattooed on my wrist. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, they have made the biggest impact on me sonically, I think, as, like, a guitar player and tonally. Um, everything they put out is just interesting to listen to and doesn't no album that they put out sounds like a previous album it always sounds different and it's almost never bad like i it's hard for me to pick out a bad song in my opinion that they put out i'm sure there's gonna be other people out there that are like nah he's wrong but 
I don't know, to me, their music is just very interesting. And Josh's songwriting is really good as well. He writes incredible lyrics. He writes some funny lyrics too. He mm -hmm. throws little, little jabs in there that are pretty entertaining if you pick up on them. Nice. Um, Smashing Pumpkins is mm -hmm. another band. Um, definitely another band that influenced me sonically. The guitar tones on their first couple records are just they're amazing. Better than pretty much anyone else, in my opinion. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's a lot of other bands. Foo Fighters, mm -hmm. Nirvana. Um, I'm trying to think. Caius actually is a band that influenced us a lot, and it's actually kind of like pre-Queens of the Stone Age. It's the singer's band before Queens of the Stone Age. Oh, okay. And I think they're kind of a very underrated band. They don't get a lot of credit, but they kind of introduce they're they kind of like brought up a whole like genre of like the kind of stoner rock kind of thing okay even though they didn't like that term when they were touring but <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna have to look them up i've never heard them before yeah they're really they're really cool nice we're gonna run out to break pretty quick here too and so here's a band i haven't heard in a while silver chair yeah um so we're gonna let play um their song freak and then bring them back or bring everybody back in with the melvin's um honey bucket and yeah why these few songs um i really like silver chair i like um daniel john's voice a lot mm -hmm. i think that they were a very underrated band and I don't like that people compare them to Nirvana because I think they're very different. Yeah. Like, very different. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think they're just great. And then the Melvins are another band that influenced me a lot. They're uh, they're heavy, but they're, they're one of those bands that, like, they have no limits. They do whatever they want. And I think that that, like, inspired me a lot to be like, you know what? Like, don't do something because someone else said so, you know? Like, do what you want to do, whether people are going to like it or not. Um, I'm going to quote Britney Spears. All right. <laughs> and she quoted Pablo Picasso. And she says, learn the rules like a pro so you can break them like an artist. Exactly. We'll be right back. <laughs> if only it could be as cool as you. Mad Records featured artist on the Arwen Lewis show is John DiNicola. Find out more at omadrecords.com. After many years of writing and producing different artists, Academy Award winning songwriter of Time of My Life and Hungry Eyes, John DiNicola made his first album as an artist in 2019. Fast forward very fast to now. For the release of its follow-up, she said, and while DiNicola's debut, The Why Because, had him interpreting tunes he'd originally penned for others, she said was conceived and created for one voice, one touch, and one heart, his own.
Hello, everybody. This is Arwen Lewis, and you're listening to The Arwen Lewis Show. Um, you just heard my special guest, Christian Polonis's, uh, one of his favorite songs by the Melvins called Honey Bucket. And if you're just tuning in, my very special guest is Christian Polonis from the band Loke Dogs. Um, you can look him up on Facebook under Loke Dogs, L-O-C-D-A-W-G-S, Instagram, Loke under slash dogs, or on the website at LokeDogs.com. Also on Spotify uh, under Loke Dogs. And you have like over 100,000 plays on a lot of your songs, which is really awesome and impressive. Thank you. Cool. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And uh, anyway, I thought we could talk a little bit about um, your show coming up tomorrow at Lost Chord. So, um, well, on Thursday, November 9th, November 9th. Yes. yes. Today's the, the Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're pre recording this. Yeah. So, <laughs> Thursday, November 9th, um, Loke Dogs are playing up in Solving at uh, Lost Chord Guitar. Yeah. And it's going to be an acoustic show. And wh- why did you choose to do an acoustic show this time? Um, yeah. Um, your electric. We've just kind of been experimenting with acoustic shows, trying to reach a, a broader audience. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, and I, yeah, I think it's really cool too. So like you're, you're all going to hear at the end of the show uh, or at the end of this segment, raining down um, Christian's acoustic version of that. And then you can look them up on, you know, Spotify and look up raining down and compare it to the electric. Um, but and as far as live show goes, we talked about uh, like playing an IV and of course lost core guitar, but um, are you guys going to go on tour anytime soon? Have you toured at all? Um, we're, trying to plan out a tour right now um and hopefully around next year january february hopefully not any later than march we'll be announcing some dates um we are playing uh next saturday uh at the in the funk zone at validation ale cool i'm gonna plug that one (laughs) but um as of right now we don't have too many like out of town shows coming up um we're kind of we just like i said earlier we just recorded so we're trying to get all those songs like mixed and ready to release before we head out and do anything (laughs) do you and so like you've released four singles do you actually have like albums or eps as a whole like recorded that just haven't been released together or did i miss that um well we have yeah we put out an album called shadows okay um that's eight songs and so there were i believe four singles that we put out that were um, on that album. And we actually just put out our fifth single, uh, Roadkill. Okay. And um, yeah, so Roadkill is the first single to our upcoming album that we haven't really announced yet. So this is kind of the first, uh, we've told like friends and stuff, this is gonna be the first time it's publicly noted. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, we we recorded 10 songs in my bedroom. Nice. Oh, nice. (laughs) On what platform do you use? Uh, Logic. Logic. Okay. Um, And is it is it all digital? Um, Not. What do you mean digital? Like, like um, as far as like your gear, like are you recording to tape and then running it into Logic? Yeah. yeah, Oh no, no, we're not running it. Sorry, we are. We're just going straight into Logic. Okay. Yeah. Um, Do you have a preference, like as far as sound or? I mean, it would be really cool to work with tape, but I don't have that uh, accessible. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, that's a that's a down the road thing. I feel like because you guys are so good live, and since you do the improvising, I feel yeah. like at some point, like um, I mean, somebody's going to give you the opportunity to do that. It would be really sweet. We're just kind of working with what we got right now. <laughs> totally. But and like, if that did happen, though, I just feel like um, it wouldn't like because I mean, some people like you know they use 
I mean, every musician likes to use the digital because it's convenient, yeah. right? And it's cheaper and all that. But you can mess up more. Exactly. <laughs> but like, I mean, I feel like you guys would be a great band for tape because like you do yeah. so much talking to each other and improvising and stuff. Um, yeah. And then it does make it, uh, it makes it a little more unique because there's, there's like the flaws when you record, but like that's what makes the song kind of like special is like you're not doing this one word a thousand times to make it perfect, you know? Yeah, and you're in the room with <clears throat> the musician. It's real, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, there, it sounds like that. But I know everything has its, you know, plus and minuses. But anyway, we're going to, um, let's get you ready to play live for us. So Sweet. you're going to play Raining Down and uh, this is the acoustic version of it. So everybody uh, just enjoy Christian uh, playing the Loke Dog song Raining Down. Your light is raining down on me, think it's a 
That was a beautiful song by Christian Polonis performed acoustically called Raining Down. And now we're going to take you out to break with um, one of Christian's favorite songs by Fu Manchu called Squash That Fly and bring you back in with Soundgarden Let Me Drown. Mad Records featured artist on the Arwen Lewis show is Peter Lewis. Find out more at omadrecords.com. I say we are all trying to find some connection between what goes on in our own minds and what happens in the world around us. You know, there will always be good and bad in both places. But my belief is that as long as love and not fear is that connection, there will always be hope for that better day of coming. And that's what I'd like people to get off imagination. Hi, I'm Christian from Loke Dogs, and we have a new song out right now called Roadkill. You can listen to that on all streaming platforms, as well as our album Shadows, and uh, you're listening to The Arwen Lewis Show. Before the next great song plays, let's pause to consider all the people who work tirelessly to bring us the music we love. Music Cares is music's leading national charity that provides a safety net of support and crisis relief for the music community. Everyone from musicians to tour managers, sound engineers to designers can rely on Music Cares to provide emergency financial assistance and essential resources in times of need. Find out how you can help at musiccares.org. That's M-U-S-I-C-A-R-E-S dot org.
everybody, this is Arwen Lewis, and you just heard a Soundgarden song, Let Me Drown, uh, one of Christian Polonis's influences, and today, Christian Polonis from the band Loke Dogs is here in the studio with me on the Arwen Lewis Show. Christian, welcome back from break. Thank you. And um, so I just would thought like, we've been talking a lot about your influences and um, places you've played. So I thought we could end the show by talking about, um, or I wanted to ask you if you could collaborate, like write a song or um, you know play guitar with on a track with one of your greatest influences. Who would it be? And as far as a venue, what's your dream venue to play for Loke Dogs? Um, I'm gonna put two people. Definitely would love to write a song with Kurt Cobain. That's just, yeah. I'm sure every musician out there probably feels this way. Anyone who likes songwriting, you know, because he is Kurt Cobain. Yeah. And um, I want to say, I think that Foo Fighters too, like Dave Grohl, I know they're kind of similar, but um, I think that like our music would, I think we would create something really cool. And maybe even open up at some point for them if they uh, if they ever hear this, you know, they let us open up. <laughs> I was gonna ask you, I was like, who do you want to open for? And then, because like right now you're in that stage, right, when you'll probably get on like an opening slot for a big yeah. band and then be a big band. That's, that's the goal, right? We actually um, the Foo Fighters just played at the Santa Barbara Bowl, mm-hmm. and I would say that's probably like my dream lineup is to like open up for the Foo Fighters at the Santa Barbara Bowl. I can see and it And I happening. think, yeah, that would be amazing. Um, and so is that, are those the type of venues that, like, would be your ideal place to play? Or, like, are you interested in stadiums? Or what's, like, what's, or do you like the club scene? Um, I mean, stadiums, I'm not going to say no. Yeah. <laughs> I do, like, as, like, a frequent concert goer, though, you know, like, I like the smaller clubs and theaters just because it's more intimate and, uh, it really sucks for the people who are all the way in the back of an 80,000 seater stadium, you know, yeah. like that's, that's like the worst. <laughs> You're like, I'm just here for yeah. the popcorn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I mean, if it came to that, I wouldn't say no. I'm, you know, yeah. bigger is better, I guess, but. <laughs> well, the cool thing about the Santa Barbara Bowl is that there isn't a bad seat in the house. No, like, not at even all. if you are in the back, you can still see perfectly and yeah. hear perfectly and. Same yeah. with uh, Red Rocks also. Oh, yeah. I went to Red Rocks for the first time two summers ago, and it was amazing. Yeah, I've only been there one time, um, and it was, I don't know, it was probably like four years ago, but I saw Brian Adams. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, and anyway, yeah, such a cool venue, and you're like yeah. in the rocks. Oh, yeah. So cool. It was cool. There was a thunderstorm when we were there, and everyone <gasps> had to take shelter. That, oh, it was that bad. It was like a scary one. Yeah, and then, but it passed in like five minutes, and then they're like, all right, everyone can come out now. Nice. Who were you? Who did you see there? Uh, we saw Trampled by Turtles in camp. Cool. So it was like a kind of like bluegrassy, folky. Cool. Honestly, good music to see at Red Rocks. <laughs> For sure. Well, sadly, we're, we ran out of time. This went by too fast. Oh, man. <laughs> um, but the Christian, thank you so much. It was such an honor to get to interview on my of show. Of course. Um, so everybody, uh, look up Loke Dogs. They're awesome and super hard rock and very punk and cool. Um, <laughs> this, uh, Chris, this has been Christian Polonis um, from Loke Dogs on my show. You can look Loke Dogs up on Facebook under Loke Dogs, on Instagram, Loke under slash dogs, website LokeDogs.com, and on Spotify under Loke Dogs. And where do you want people to buy your music? Um, you can, it's available, f- available for streaming on Spotify, Apple Music, um, Deezer, Tidal, 
pretty much any streaming platform. I think the only one we're not on is SoundCloud. Okay. So anything, right. any of those. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Christian. Of course. Thank and, you. And uh, we're going to take everybody out of the show with Queens of the Stone Age, No One Knows, which is one of my favorite songs, too. <laughs> All right. It's <laughs> a good one. Enjoy, everyone.
and Lewis show is brought to you by Omad Records, featuring artist Robert LaRoche. And Robert LaRoche's music is available on omadrecords.com, Amazon, Spotify, Apple Music, and streaming everywhere. Go visit omadrecords.com to find Robert LaRoche. The Arwen Lewis Show was brought to you by Evolve Entertainment. Host and executive producer, Arwen Lewis. Executive producer, Jeremiah D. Higgins. Producer and sound engineer, Richard Dr. D. Dugan. You can find Arwen Lewis and all of her music at arwenlewismusic.com. And follow her on Instagram at arwenlewis. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.